Welcome to the Coach Kenny podcast, where I interview other fitness professionals in the hopes that you as my audience get to take away some gems from each episode that I bring to you. If you'd like to see the video format of this podcast, then head over to my YouTube channel or Instagram TV at underscore Coach Kenny. Welcome back to the Coach Kenny podcast, a chat with Coach Kenny. Today we have uh, Vishal Kedna. How are you doing, mate? I'm good, thank you. Yeah? Um, enjoying lockdown? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm getting to spend a lot of time with my family. So my daughter who's three years old, Hannah. And yeah, it's been, it's been nice actually to spend that time with her because obviously I'm working from home using Skype, Zoom, WhatsApp, whatever I can with my clients online until the gym's open. And it's just convenient that they're, they're there. So when I get half an hour, an hour, usually when I'm outside, I'm sitting alone in a restaurant, man, eating food. So much nice to come downstairs in the kitchen, make a munch, sit with a little one, say hello to the wife, and then come back to work. It's just like, it feels a lot more restful. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I guess, uh, you know, during your, during your normal, like if this COVID nonsense didn't hit the world, um, I'd be running you, around. Even. Yeah, you, you wouldn't have time for any of that, would you? No, none of that. You're, you're running around to sessions, to clients' houses, you know, outside, in the clinic, in the gym, you know, no time. Yeah. You know, rushing, sitting down, eat, parking, all of that nonsense. And then you get home, you're just like, oh. But by the end of the day, I've, I've got energy until the evening, you know, just to be able to chill, relax, have time, do hobbies. There is a, there is a benefit to it. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so just, just for anyone that might not know, like, uh, who you are or what you do, Vish? Just they probably don't, just, they probably don't know who I am. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I think you're you're, 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 you're quite uh, you're a bit of a myth, aren't you? A bit of like a, a conspiracy. A myth, yeah. I am. Um, <laughs> tell tell the world what you uh, what you do, man. What you're about, man. I'm so I work as a oh this I don't even know how to describe what I do. I basically fix broken people. Yeah, people that okay. are broken, whether it's posturally have an injury a human mechanic uh, i'd say I'm, a, I'm 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 kind of like a biomechanic yeah. yeah i'm very much a biomechanic i like to look at the body how it moves the angles it moves the positions the forces you know what makes it tick what makes it you know what makes it better and i i'm very keen on assessing and not guessing so i'll take someone doesn't matter who you are an athlete or an old lady and i'll look at your body and I'll ask you to do certain special movements or, and then judge what you can and can't do. And based on those movements, come out with a program to help you, whether you're in pain, whether you want to improve something, stuff like that. Okay, nice. I, 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 I mean, I get people who are, I mean, you've met some of them. Some of them are fucked up. Yeah, you know, yeah, they're pretty. Are, some of them are in pain. Some of them are, have just come out from major surgery. Some of them are injured. Yeah, I was going to say some, you've, you, you had a client before, I can't remember the name, but they'd, just been in like a, a a car accident or something, right? Like big, big car yeah. accident. Yeah. 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 Remember yeah. that. We had to rebuild them. So it's things like that. I mean, I've worked, you know, you can't really call me a physio, but I do what a physio would do, you know? So I've worked with physios, osteopaths, you know, all those type of people. I've been working with them for many years and I've built this, a way that I can help people get better and move better by themselves you know i teach them how to fix themselves and how to better themselves using their own body and using tools around them 
you know, very cheaply, like using a stick or a ball or mm. just using a staircase or using a door or using a chair, you know, to get them better and motivate them. So, yeah. What, what do you think would be the, the easiest way for just someone in like the general pop population to work towards improving their mobility? Just like a... a it, it just gets tired. Just move. Just move and stretch. Even if it's just touching your toes, man. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You'd be surprised how many people can't even touch their toes. Just do it. Just, <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, what's what I'm saying? Just start. Just start. Start by stretching. That's the first thing you've got to do. Just start with stretching. It doesn't have to be running or jogging. Just start moving. Start stretching. I always get clients to know their body by just laying on the floor and even just lifting their leg up or hugging their knee or doing yoga type postures, you know, and then teaching them where to go from there. So that would be my advice. Anyone just starting off or anyone just stretch and move. And then know. be, and then be consistent with it as well. Right. Oh yeah. You've got to be consistent. You've got to, be, you've got to move until, until you're dead. <laughs> yeah. Just move until you die and never stop moving. Yeah, obviously rest, don't overdo it. There are obviously things, but I'm saying you should exercise and be healthy for the rest of your days if you want to enjoy life and be strong all the way into your 80s and 90s. And I train clients all the way into their 80s, you know, and those that move are doing really well. My clients are doing really well. They'll squat, pull, push, you know, whatever I tend to do, they'll do it. There's, there's countless amounts of uh, studies and stuff that, that show that these people that have kind of been active throughout their whole life or at least moved their whole life, you know, for example, um, in, in, in like India where they have like pensioners that squat to use the toilet. Right. Right. And, that's and right. that's where that they've got some of the healthiest knees on the planet. Right. Because yeah, they, right. And healthiest gut. All the and chili. And the healthiest <laughs> gut. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Squatting helps you get, helps your intestine, doesn't it? It helps yeah, you go. Yeah. 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 You know, so it's all, it's all movement massage for the organs. That's another thing why you have to move is because all of that internally works your organs. So yeah, if you don't move, you're going to be in problems. Do you, do you have a, a squatty potty? <laughs> I don't have, well, I, no, I don't, but I will. I mean, I've, I'm quite, I've been brought up like that. So when I went to Mauritius back in the day, you know what I mean? They used to have toilets in the floor and the only yeah. way you could, go to the toilet was to squat down and poo. And I remember coming back as a child, like what the f is going on here? But I had to use it, you know, but I was always good at squatting. I'm, I'm very mobile. It was yeah. just strange to squat down on my ass. <laughs> and then it was very comfortable. I was like, well, oh, this is easy. This is nice. Everything just came out lovely, you know? So that's a good way to poo. So <laughs> yeah. The, uh, I remember on the, um, on the layover from Japan, um, we stopped off at New Delhi airport. Yeah. And the, the, like, obviously they had like, you know, kind of standard what we're used to toilets. And then they yeah. had the kind of holes in the floor. And I remember purposefully choosing the hole in the floor. I was like, you know what? Yeah. I, I can squat. I can squat. I'm going to give it a go. And I remember, yeah. com I remember coming out of there. Um, it's awkward. You're like, where's the tissue paper? How am I going to get out? You just got to stay down there and kind of yeah, like, that's look, right. Look, rotate. Yeah. Um, but I remember coming out of that cubicle in this, um, this kind of you know he looked like like he was ready for uh praying and stuff like you know he was, he was quite religiously dressed and yeah. um <laughs> i remember him seeing me coming out of there and being like be like what How, who's this like you know british guy <laughs> coming out of there uh it was funny 
you'd be like, I just had a shit. It was great. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Pro- probably, probably like had that look on my face. Yeah. Why not? For, yeah. For, and you're a white dude in India. Most of the time they're going to be looking at you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To be fair. Or Actually, like, tall and quite, you know, you look quite, you're yeah. tall and yeah, so <laughs> it was my first time going to India as well, and it was just in a layover place. as well. So lovely place, I really enjoyed India. Really yeah, yeah. I'm glad you went there. Had a lot we, of fun we, there. Why did you did, choose India? We did. We didn't oh. get to. It was a layover from. Oh, so it was a layover. Japan, yeah. So we weren't actually allowed to leave the airport. Oh, um, okay. And like, what was it? We changed our Japanese uh, yen to rupees, and then just before we were about to go to Japan. Yeah. We, we went back up to the same place where we just got our rupees from. We were like, oh, can we trade these rupees in for Japanese yen? Like, you know, just yeah. basically get our money back so, for the country that we're actually going to visit. Yeah. They, were like, they were like, no, no, we can't do that. Because obviously it's closed currency, right? So they're, I don't That'd know, they're, they're a bit funny about it. So I felt, I felt kind of conned at that point because I was like, <laughs> like, even now I can go next door. I think I've got like 30,000 rupees or something. And it's like, they're just, <laughs> they're just useless. <laughs> I'll take them. Give them to me, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll come and I'll drop them over to you. Thank you. <laughs> um, so some people might not know that you, that you uh, started off uh, with engineering, right? Yes, yeah. Um, and I know from uh, working with you in the past that you're always building something. What was yeah, the, yeah. What's the latest thing that you've, uh, that you've built? Oh, man, I mean, it's not really fitness related. But yeah, no, it doesn't, doesn't need to be. It's just, okay. cool. it's just cool that you build it. All right, let me show you. Let me go to, let me load it up so you can see it. Let me go Facebook, give me two seconds. And then I'll share my screen and you can have a look at it. And then you have to describe to the, uh, to the podcast audience what they're, uh, or, or what you're showing the YouTube uh, viewers. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay. But this, all of this sort of stuff I'm showing you tags in line to my daily work life, yeah? taking things apart, rebuilding them, seeing how they get together and what makes them tick. Let me go here. Right it's like you you basically just took your love for engineering and started engineering people to move better. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly that, Ethan, exactly that. Yeah. So if I load this up for you. It's really cool. Afterwards. Uh, you know that I love music, right? You yeah. know I'm a big hi-fi fan, I love music. So I like my music to sound good. I, and I don't agree with everyone buying all these stupid Bluetooth speakers and be like, yeah, I've got wicked sound. Like, you ain't got wicked sound, bruv. You, <laughs> you ain't got wicked sound, yeah? You want to... That's so be, I, I has like, to be wired in, hard fire, doesn't it? Uh, bruv, analog all the way. Analog all the way. Anyway, let me share my screen and then you can see what I've been doing. So share screen. Let's go show. Right, can you see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a high-end amplifier that I built from the ground up, yeah? It's massive, Ethan. The thing weighs, I'm not joking, it's probably around about 60 kilograms of weight. Damn. Yeah? No word of a lie. The chassis alone, uh, the components in there. So that's a power supply. All of that is enough to power a house, yeah? Literally. So it's, it's called a dual mono amp. So basically I've got one channel with one power supply, the other channel for the other power supply. And I've gone really big on it. So it'll be the, the cleanest and purest sound that I can get from an amplifier. But I built it myself. And there it is. This is incredible. So if anyone's listening to the podcast, what, what Vish is showing me, 
is is pretty much uh looks like optimus prime's heart or something yeah yeah it does doesn't it yeah that's the look i was going for man <laughs> <laughs> i was going like that yeah that is that is pretty pretty bad art even you know i it's not even that because you know i aside from all the fitness stuff i do one of my hobbies is building stuff and making stuff and facebook and online forums is all where i post all my stuff so i'll show you some other bits that i've done right just so you you get an idea so i'll take something old and make it much better right yeah i've got to show you this you'll love this man let me go here so this is another group i'm on i've got to show you this quickly because i've done a lot of projects which have got a lot of love from all the things that i've done right look at this so do you remember do you remember johnny rayner yeah yeah, yeah i remember johnny you know you know you know, you know he's a car it's the the guy who had the uh he had a massive land rover and a really Jeep. really cool uh a really cool uh motorbike right like a dirt bike yes. almost right yes yeah 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 so basically he's a he's a carpenter right so he helped me build these legs for these speakers so these legs we built wow so he's got a little workshop i went in there and he helped me build these legs for this speaker and that's is that a, a, is that a speaker in the middle Bruv. That is that there is a vintage speaker. That's a quad ESL. That's a vintage British speaker. It's one of the best speakers in the world for mid-range and treble. Oh, it's a beautiful speaker. But we made these new legs for it, so it looks like that. So I gave it a modern a modern flip, like this. Yeah, came Mate. out wicked, man. That looks so cool. Really, really nice. And then I did this one as well. I want to show you this one. One more before we move on, just to show what else <laughs> I do. So, yeah, here we go. This is another speaker I, I completely rebuilt and refurbished. So I make things look like new again. So this was battered, but I rebuilt the, the drivers, did all the woodwork, all new, all new front covers. Yeah, that looks uh, sexy. Oh, man. That's 12 inch, bruv. 12 inch, four inch mid range, one inch tweeter. That will shake your guts. You put some hip hop <laughs> on, put some chorus <laughs> on, bruv, you'll be like, boom, boom, boom wicked <laughs> that's so good man i wish i wish that i knew more about uh about audio quality uh, to ask you some more more in-depth questions about that oh um, don't worry man privately if you ever need hi-fi come see me man Just so oh, I yeah, can, for sure i will i will set you up <laughs> and i'll definitely i'll definitely be uh, pulling you up on that for sure oh yeah definitely bruv get a new, uh, a new surround sound or something built by by v-man himself yeah man <laughs> that's, that's, that's the sort of stuff I get up to aside from fitness but it correlates to what I do I like to take myself out of my fitness and my helping people and do something for myself because it yeah. helps my mindset but also I like putting things together like I told you I like breaking things apart making things seeing how they work and I take that over to when I get a difficult client who's in pain you know or who's posturally got problems you know so I recently had a kid um, who was heavily sclerotic and she was gonna, they were gonna send her to surgery. So I spent two months working with her. Brother, I've got to show you the before and after pictures. You're just gonna be like, you're a Dan. And I was, because even the family were like, damn. You know, and they went, and they're quite wealthy people. And they went, they saw loads of different people. And I somehow, Stephen Sachs, you know Stephen yeah. Sachs? Yeah, yeah. Got me in touch with them. Or he said, look, have a look at Vish, you know. Got in touch with him, man, sorted her right out. And it was exactly that same process. I looked at her, see what she couldn't do, you know, judged her spine, measured it, measured her, her leg length, you know, her joint range, saw how she moved, saw all the problems, 
isolated it and then tried to fix it by doing different techniques. And eventually we got there to the point now where she's, she's, she's still doing well, you know? So, nice. Does her, does her spine still uh, look like a question mark? Uh, do you know what? I'll show you before and after, but no, it doesn't. She'll always have a slight sclerosis, but compared to what she was, as long as she does the right exercises, maintains her posture alignment and just keeps moving like I told her to, she'll be fine because she's growing. So, yeah. you know, it's when they're younger, it gets difficult because if you don't sort it out, it will stay like that. But yeah. Cause your, like your, your body will just essentially adapt to it and be like, this is how it is. I need to live right. with it like this rather that's than, right. that's right. Rather than through kind of hard work trying to yes. change it. Right. That's right. That's right. So there you go. I'll load it up and then but you carry on with other questions and I'll find it for you. Okay. Sick. Um, so, well, loads of before and afters. So how's, how's becoming a father affected your, your time for, for training or, uh, or oh, anything of the such? Like, do, do you have any advice for any, any new parents that might be uh, struggling to find time? Or? Yeah, it's harder when they're newborn. A lot of people will say, no, it's not. But it depends on everything from where you live, your financial status, all those things make a difference. Mm. But I think the first, I think the most important thing is just communication between you and your partner, being a family and being able to give each other time to do the things that you can still want to do. But obviously, with it being my living, my wife's a bit more understanding. So admittedly, the first two years were difficult because we, we were still learning to have a child and mm. demands of a child. But now she's three years old and she's gone to nursery and you know she, she actually sits down and does the things that we ask her to do, whether it's watch TV or play games. There's more time to do things. So I think the most important thing is like I told you, I, I still trained, but it wasn't as consistently as I'm doing now. Whereas before I was training, now I'm training three, four times a week because I'm able to, you know. Hannah, the first two years, man, it was barely once, twice a week, you know. And most of the time I was on the floor recovering, you know, from tiredness or achiness or stress and anxiety and all those sort of things. So I had to change the way I was moving based on my stress loads and being a father. But I love it. You know, and she's she's my, she's like my little weight bag. She jumps on my back, squat, press ups. She's getting heavier. I'm thinking like Samson. You know when he, you know that thing with Samson when he has a, a calf and he puts it on his back and he walks every day to the point it's a full grown cow. Yeah, you know who's 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 Samson? Uh, Milo Milo from Croton. No man, what about was it Zeus or Samson? Hold on, bro. Mi- Milo's, Milo's from Croton. No, Samson would be. Is it Samson? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I've got it wrong. Search Samson, up, search up Milo. Samson, he had he had all his strength in his hair, Delilah, and then she double crossed him and cut his hair. Do you know that story? Nah, I know. Bro, I know. I sent you that story. That's like an old wives' tale story, man. <laughs> I about know his the... brother, who was just super strong, and all his strength was in his long hair, and he was fell in love with this woman. She double crossed him, cut his hair, lost all his powers, and they imprisoned him. Wicked story, man. It's about strength and love and all of that sort of thing. So I know, I know one that's very similar about Milo from Croton or Milos right. from Croton. And he, uh, it's basically like a story of like uh, progressive overload. Yes, so, basically, basically, yeah. So he wanted to be the strongest man in the world. And this witch yes. told him to carry a cow up the mountain every single day. You know, I think there's different stories about it, but it's exactly it's the, the same, same concept, concept, right? Same concept. So yeah, yeah. So Hannah, <laughs> Hannah, can, Hannah can be the, the calf for you, That's right. she? Yeah, it's yeah. basically that. And honestly, it works. So, yeah, even for parents out there, grab your child, 
move your child. I'm not joking. <laughs> Holding the front and lunging, bruv, and she's moving, unstable. <laughs> you got to try and stay stable. She probably, she'd probably start getting quite annoyed at you I by the time she's like a teenager. <laughs> I'm trying to teach her to get a Turkish get up with me. So I'm trying to get to hold onto my arm so I can Turkish get up with her. She's not getting it yet. I'm like, we'll get there. <laughs> Just hold on for dear Just life. Just hold on for dear life. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, do you want to see a video? Do you want to see a video of her training? Yeah, go on. Because now she's at that age. Another thing for parents, you know, if you've got, let them join in to, to train with you, man. I've got to show this video. You're going to love it. Kid, did I, did kids I send, love training. Did I send it to you before at all? I'm not sure. I, I, I can't remember it. Let me show it to you, yeah? Just so the viewers can see. So, wait there, brother. <laughs> and, then, and anyone listening, you may want to go to YouTube for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and just skip a lot, wait there. Oh, here we go, here we go. I'm going to share the screen, right? Here we go, here we go. Uh, let me go large screen. Open this up. All right, here we go. So, <laughs> sounds like you're having a good time. <laughs> right, it was wicked. Yeah, I've got to show you this because I've been we've been training, right? And she did so well. All right, here we go. And you got to hear a sweet little voice. You ready? Push it up. Two, yes. two three, three, four. Yes. Oh, Hold on to the bar. Hold on to the bar. Yes. Now hold on. Bruv, look, look! Yeah. <laughs> uh, what did she say? Make sure I don't fall off. The greatest exercise in the world, bruv, the pull-up. Man, she's, she's going to be an absolute machine. Bruv, she is. She's going to get trained on how to move properly. <laughs> You doing searcher squats? Yeah, man. You are a horrible bastard. This is the home gym, Ethan. This is the home gym that I built. Last year, last year. Nice. Nice. A lot of people won't agree with a leg press will function all that, but bruv, Whatever, just get man. leg press and press it, bruv. If that's it, builds your testosterone up. It builds some strength up. If Love that's it. what you got to do to build your legs, then just do it. Bruv, I need to. I need to. That's why I got the machine, and I was like, you know what? I love squatting, but to be able to just push my legs to the absolute limit safely. Safely, yeah, I was going to say. Just isolate my legs, I do it happily. I mean, stimulation so, yeah. is stimulation at the end of the day, isn't stimulation it? Stimulation is stimulation, man. You know what I mean? As long as you do it correctly and safely and load, like you said, progressively. So I usually just do heavy squats, zerchers, any type of lifting movement, and then just pre-fatigue or fatigue on the, the leg press, sorry, and finish nice. it off. And then try other things. So, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, you wouldn't, you probably wouldn't ever get me doing a, a zercher squat, just, <laughs> ju just, just because I can. Yeah, yeah, I can squat. I can squat another way, and I'm, I'll probably end up fucking my back up or something <laughs> yeah. doing it. Like that. Yeah, I, I try. I try different things. You know, just different techniques, different ways. So yeah, because I'm quite mobile, I can get in positions quite easily, and I'm not so tall as you, so it's fun. <laughs> so i mean while we're on the subject um what do you what do you think the best way for anyone listening to prevent an injury from occurring would be i know that you said obviously earlier to the easiest way they can work on their mobility is to stretch and do it consistently yeah. and everything you know, I, I, is there anything think, specific for injury uh prevention oh god the, uh, the list is endless i mean yeah again again I, I think it's up to the coach or the actual person to know 
their body and their limitations, yeah? And being able to safely take themselves to limitations and know where they are, yeah? And you will, some people do get injured. We, we all do, yeah? It's just learning from a mistake and make sure it doesn't happen again. Mm. But then introducing different techniques. And like I told you, it's all that thing about assessing. You've always got to assess yourself. You've always got to see how you're moving, yeah? And, and just log everything, progressively log everything, you know? So I, with my clients, I'm always knowing what they're going to be doing the next thing, the next time. And I plan their routine and I make sure they can do a certain exercise or a certain round of exercises or a certain program for a period of time. Yeah. And if that period of time they're fine, then we move on to the next step. Yeah. Simple as that. I, I think another way of inju- project, pre- preventing injuries is, like I told you, self mobilizations, hands on therapy, manual therapy. You know, uh, people discount the, the fact that massage is really good for you and we don't get it enough you know i love getting hands on work i don't get enough of it but i do enough self-massage on myself to be able to maintain the way i feel my stiffness you know or my niggly little bits of injuries that i have in my shoulder or my neck so i, I do self-treatments on myself yeah that's the key thing and um, don't, don't mess around don't do stupid things like and, and that's another thing don't follow programs that you see on instagram and all of that a lot of those people have trained very well to do that. And a lot of those videos you see are all cut and done and taped. Yeah. So you see all these people doing all these beautiful flows, throwing a kettlebell out, going into a lunge, then going into like a tiger press or some shit like that. And you're just like, that's not real life, man. Show me. You're just like, so yeah, don't follow a lot of that stuff. Do your own thing. Learn from good coaches, proven programs and take your time on each movement and just keep assessing yourself. And find someone that can look at you doing your exercises and correct you. Yeah, because so, yeah. there's there's definitely more uh, more crap out there than there is good stuff, right? No, no they're, they're agreed. I'm seeing a lot of great stuff, which I've been teaching for years. So a lot of Indian clubs, May spells, traditional exercises, you know. So I've been doing a lot. I mean, you've seen me. You've seen me the way I flow and the way I move clients, you know. And now you've seen a lot more of it. But they're, they're putting it into, they always do, they always package it into a program and sell it on, you know, and they miss the whole concept about what you're doing with it. They miss all the whole basics about progressively teaching the client each movement and saying, if you can't do that, do this. It's a regression and a progression. All you're seeing is all the progressive stuff, all the hard stuff, but you're not showing the progressions to get to those big bang exercises. Yeah. You know? So I'm, that, I'm- I mean, I was more talking about um, like uh, like lockdown, for example, during lockdown, like people are like, oh yeah, you can do this at home. Just do 400 burpees. Like, you say, yeah, well, I know. <laughs> what's, the, what's the point? Like why, point? Yeah. Why, not, why not work on squatting lower, deeper and with better muscle mind connection? That's right. Like, yeah. you know, and then apply that to everything. Like try and get deeper in your push-ups. Try and get more push-ups. Yes, like, agreed. And you, rather, you said yourself, rather than just burpees. Like, you got it. I think at that time when you're at home, it's time to really connect with your body, your mind, your body, yeah. and, and how to do it. That's the, and that's exactly what I did over that time. You know, I just got back to basics and just started moving better again. To the point now, as you saw, I'm in there three, four times in a week in the gym, pushing heavy and trying to get stronger and trying and, to move. Better. And you feel good because of it. Oh, bruv. I feel, I feel great. I really do. You know, I, I'm getting stronger, leaner, I'm moving better. 
you know, I'm able to throw my child around a bit better without running out of breath and going, give me two seconds, you know, <laughs> and that sort of thing. And also, it's also the, the, the healthy competition because I've got an identical twin brother who is a heavy martial artist. I mean, like, he's very well known in the martial arts scene and he's, yeah. he's my competitor. So we do a lot of things. It'll be interesting to see if uh, anyone that is actually, like, actually watching this episode to see if, uh, to see if they notice that <laughs> the two people in the video look identical. They know him at least. They probably it's just good. thought, oh yeah, there's Vish, and then not really think that you'd be wearing a different top and be like, oh yeah, there's Vish again, yeah. But, yeah. It's, but it's not. <laughs> they know, yeah. Um, Mate, do you have any any like unbelievable? I know that you got a load of stories, but do you have any any unbelievable client transformation stories? You know, someone that you know might have come to you in a really bad place, and then you've sorted them out. Ah, uh, I mean, there's. I know that you've got countless amounts. You know, there's so many. Uh, do, you, do you know what? You probably know. Do you remember Sarah Blackwood? Yeah, I remember Sarah. Yeah. There you go. She's one. I mean, she's one of many, but you know her. And she came to us to, when we first had our studio, myself and Tony, uh, as, a, as a pain client. She was someone in pain and someone that, you know, needed some work. And she came to us and look at her now, man. I mean, she's training, she's teaching, she's got purpose. And she, I mean, not purpose, but she has a purpose with her body and exercise. She found a love for it, yeah. you know, something that she didn't have before. You know, and we gave her that gift of, you know, fitness and health. And she does it now. And I, I've seen her transform from someone who was very shy about her body to someone who's very proud of it and knows how to move it and exercises and, and all of that. So that's one of them. And then I think another one would be uh, Simon. Do you remember Simon Oswang? Uh, I'm not 100% I'm not okay. sure. Okay. So, I, rec I recognize the name, but I always kind of have to put faces so, to it as well. So two, two hip replacements, uh, three low back surgeries, you know, man's fighting fit now, moving, still it's moving. That's not, not the, the um, gentleman who used to always come in uh, with a, a white vest on and like black shorts literally every time. White shorts. Is he quite a small man? Yeah, he was smaller than you, yeah. I think that must be him. Yeah, 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 cool. So I'm thinking of the right guy. You are thinking of the right guy, yeah. Okay. okay. You wouldn't notice, but there you go. Two hip replacements, three low back surgeries. Yeah, you wouldn't have thought that at all. You wouldn't have thought that looking at him. But, he, you know, I think he's also his mindset because he's, he's a very um, to-do man. He's done very well for himself. You know, he's very well known within his circle, you know. And, God, just his mindset of just someone helping him but also teaching him the way to do things and he's still fighting fit man he's still moving even at 70 plus years old so yeah that's yeah. so that's so good um yeah i, I i'm not being big-headed but any person that works with me they they go through some sort of change transition whether it's mentally or physically you know for the better that that's my job i want them to feel better and move better and be better and that's why i've got a long stand of clients who stay with me for a while yeah. you know but it's not only that I also, I don't stay in one method of training, Ethan. I try so many different things, you know. I love the fact that you can do animal flow. I can do mobility. I can push weight. I can climb trees, 
you know, you, we've done that. Do you remember? We went to that Morris. I was like, and I was trying to be like Paul Ranson. And I was like, yeah, bro, watch me. And I climbed a tree and then suddenly the tree branch broke. I was like, yeah, 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 I remember. I like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, climb back down, climb back like, down. It was like hollow inside. Yeah, it? it was hollow. Yeah. yeah. But that's what I mean. I, I love anything to do with movement and, and trying to get clients to move in different ways and teach them and progressively learn other things. So, so who, would, um, who would win out of uh, in a twister match? You or Paul Ranson? Hmm. You know the, you know, you know the, the matted game. I on do, the floor. I do, I do. It would be, yeah. it'd be really close. It'd be really close. I think for the backward bends, he'd win. But anything else, I think would be quite closely matched. Okay, I feel like uh, you know, I you know, put your money on Paul. Put your money on Paul. Put your I, was, money I was going to say, I feel like we need to get the mat out and just. I think mean, we do. do you just, know, what, Paul, just do it. Paul, I'm ready. I'm yeah. ready, man. Paul. Get it out. <laughs> Ranson, if you if you're listening, buy a twister <laughs> mat, mate. Vish is coming. So, who's your hero, mate? Who's who's like in in your life? Like, do you have any? Oh my life. Oh, can, yeah. we, can we do can we do fictional or non-fictional? Sure, sure. Why not? Got, I mean, heroes Just, are heroes, right? Only because it's you, Vish. Only oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. So, oh, come on. You love a little who's superhero. You like Iron Man, don't you? No, oh, mate, honestly, I could, I could do a whole podcast just talking about superheroes and stuff. And, but I don't think that people listening want to hear too much about superheroes and stuff. Oh. So I, I keep it to a bare minimum. Hence the, the Mandalorian t-shirt at the moment. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, go on, fire away. Live or, 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 I mean, what we're talking about, live, passed on? Yeah, yeah, it could be anything. Literally just throw some names out there. Um, okay, I mean, I, I, growing up for me, one was a guy called Nikola Tesla. Okay, cool. So a, a really good inventor, invented electricity, but did some other great things. He, I mean, I, I always wanted to be an inventor or make things. And reading about him and Thomas Edison, they were they were some of my idols when I was growing up. That's the dude who invented the coil. Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, so those two. And then I think in terms of fitness, uh, I mean, Paul Check is someone that I really like and admire. He taught me a lot of things as well. So I did a lot of stuff with him. Uh, Leon Chowto is another guy. Uh, Gray Cook, these are all fitness professionals, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But would you? But would you say that they're your heroes? I can imagine oh, the Tesla. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I can imagine. I can imagine the Tesla. I can imagine. Uh, I can imagine yeah. Tesla and the reasons behind yeah, that. Yeah, but... yeah. Sorry, sorry. I, I got. I got lost in <laughs> names. You got lost in the name game. Yeah, as a hero, God, man. I... I can't really. Have I, I, have I stumped you? you? You haven't stumped me, but it's just a deep. It's a deep thing to answer. I think. I think for me, the hero would be. Is it corny? Like my parents, my dad. No, no, no. We've had that once before as well. Yeah, do you know what I mean, I mean, I purely because. Uh, I think you know my dad is disabled, right? He's completely disabled, paraplegic. He wasn't. He suffered from a major stroke. But um, it's been ten years, and he's still fighting strong man still going on no matter the odds against him and it just shows you the determination and the strength of the old generation who had it really hard i mean he he was a, a man that came from a poor family bruv i'm talking poor 
like they used to live on land and, and steal shelters type yeah. thing. And their houses were made out of just corrugated sheet on wood. Do you know what I mean? Like 12 of them, you know, had to walk to school barefoot and, you know, cut sugar cane for money and all that type of thing. And he came to this country, you know, did well for himself, raised a family, four boys, gave them stuff that he never had. Do you know what I mean? And, but also the respect I have for him, helping him because I'm also a carer for him. Yeah. So, you know, a bit deep, but I would say that's a, my hero at the moment. Mate, so. it's, a, it's, a, it's a bit deep, but like, um, like, like I said to the uh, other person who also said their parents, it's, it's, it's a very humbling answer because like, you know, you could have you easily been like, oh yeah, um, Michael Jordan is, my, is yeah. my hero kind of thing. But actually having, having that level of respect and, yes. and everything for, for, for your parents is, I think that that's, yeah. that's a really good answer. It is a good answer, but I guess I'm also very lucky that I had parents who were understanding because they're from India, they're from like the old Indian generation, you know, so you know, a certain way of upbringing you and stuff like that. So for them to say that I didn't become an engineer, I became a fitness professional. Can you imagine? Oh, mum, I want to be a personal trainer. My mum and dad were like, what? I want you to be an engineer. <laughs> Just like. <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine, you can imagine that happening as well. Yeah, it was. You know, it took a lot of time for my dad to, uh, to respect that. So, you know, I had to bring him to the gym and see it. And then eventually he, he was like, okay, you enjoy it and you love it. And yeah, I'm happy for you. So there you go. And even at this day, I'm helping him. I pull his arm, I stretch him, you know, I make him move wherever I can, man, to help. So yeah. Just do, doing anything that you can to help, yeah. help, help your hero, essentially, aren't That's right. That's right, man. Did a lot. You know what I mean? For, I, mean I know more about it because I talked to my mum about it because he's, he's, he's in a fragile way at the moment. So I hear these stories and you're just like, damn, man's had it easy. So as in me, you know, so even though I feel stressed, I shouldn't do because, you know, they had it harder and they, yeah. they've done well. So... I, that's why I think like, um, you know, those gratitude, uh, like uh, gratitude journals and stuff that people have. Right. Yeah. So, you know, at, at the beginning of each day, you write, I think, three to five things that you're really grateful for. Yeah. And I, I think people that do that end up reflecting on those things that kind of that might just kind of be in the background the whole time. Yes. Yeah. So, Actually, it's a good thing you mentioned that, Ethan, because, you know, part of just health and fitness is also having a, a strong mind and, and a mindset. And actually, I've had a lot of coaching myself. So I've had a lot of life coaching myself over the many years. And those sort of things are really, really key to feeling better and being better in, in everything. You know, even fitness, your fitness journey mm. is doing those sort of things. So yeah, agreed. Um, what about your fictional hero? Seeing as you said that you wanted to do a fictional one and a, and a non-fictional one. Oh, bruv, I, I, I love manga, anime. Do you like anime? Yeah, yeah, I'll watch it time to time. You Naruto? Naruto. I, I never watched it, but I know... Oh, I know they, they've got the headbands and yeah. stuff like that, don't they? Grew up on that stuff. is brilliant. Stuff brilliant, man. In fact, Japanese manga is brilliant. They hit your emotions. They, every time I watch it, I'm just like, what's going to happen next? What happened? Oh, no, so sad. Look at this fight scene. <laughs> Have you watched that um, that new one on Netflix called Blood of Zeus? I haven't, no. 
All right. I watched the whole thing in like a, like a day or two, just blasted them all out. It's really, really, really good. Like, as oh, it, okay. like you recommend it, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Like the, the, the animation is like um, something from like a HP Lovecraft book. Like, like it's basically like all the Titans come out of the ocean and they all have like these mad tentacles. Oh man, uh, uh, do you know what? Sorry, I've seen the trailer for it. I need to see it. It looks, mate, about. honestly, and the script... The script that they write as well is like, Whoa, what's next? What's happening? Like, yeah, what's going on? Yeah. yeah, honestly, I won't blabber on too much about it, but it's just, yeah, I love it. just yeah. literally go and go and fucking watch it. Blood, Blood of Zeus, Netflix, so good. And also, um, like Iron Man, clearly, because he was a smart man, inventor, and he built a fucking iron suit, bro. Because you're, <laughs> you're just the Mauritian uh, Tony Stark, aren't you? Yeah, I want to be. If, yeah, if yeah. someone gave me a budget, Rav, I'm telling you, I have an Iron Man suit. <laughs> probably, probably one that would work better as well. Yeah, it? probably would, yeah. Um, right, man. Last couple of questions for you. A little bit of fun. Um, actually, I'm not going to ask the, this question because I know that we will just talk about it for like half an hour. Okay. It, Is it the gym? If you had 100 million... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was that one. If you, if my wife was like, but what would you... I was like... What, you know, wouldn't, I, what wouldn't? What I wouldn't I buy? What wouldn't I buy? <laughs> what wouldn't I buy? Yeah, it's just too mad. It's just um, too mad. everything. All right, let me ask you these two then. Um, so, if you could turn back time and tell your eighteen-year-old self something, what would it yeah. be? Um, God, it's too many things. I mean, I would probably put love and relationship before money. So it would be to love and I'd, I'd like to have had Hannah and met Joe a lot younger and had a family at a younger age I think to do that and to be just have humility and invest in Bitcoin and when it gets to $16,000 <laughs> so you wouldn't you, you wouldn't um I always so no one ever says this but like if I so if I went back in time and spoke to my 18 year old self yeah. I, I I would literally be like, um, you know, I would think about stuff like uh, what was it like Instagram or whatever, and be like, cool, yeah. put put money into Instagram, uh, yeah. put put money into this. Uh, by the way, Germany is going to beat Brazil six one in the yeah. uh, World oh, Cup. You're right, you're right, you're right. Like, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that's this. Like, that's, that's why I added the Bitcoin in because like if I can add two things, it'd be like, do you know what? Give me a word of advice. You know, it's because at eighteen, what the fuck do you know? Yeah, exactly. And, and what, how, how long, how much did Bitcoin sell per coin for like 10p or something when they first came about? Ridiculous amount of money. And then, you, and then you can sell each one for 18 grand or something like that. Uh, yeah. At uh, its peak. Well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think as I get older and have a family, I, it's more wise words. It's more wise words to my 18 year old self, you know? Yeah. So, and actually, <laughs> yeah, I guess the, 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 the main thing was though, you just tell yourself to pull your finger out and get on with it. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's, it's different for me because, um, I could tell myself loads of things at 18, yeah? Now, I have a choice because, like, I, think, I don't know if you know this, at 21, I had a major RTA accident. This is one of the reasons that got me into the fitness industry. What's now, that? What, what accident? I had a major a road traffic accident. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I was, it was quite bad, Ethan. I was battered and bruised, man. I mean, I was... Um, you feel I like a pretzel. Like I was, yeah. So, yeah. basically, I used to like racing cars, like racing, you know, yeah, have a car go with your mates totally makes sense car. man Eng engineer you like building stuff you like fast fast cars yeah cut long story short my my mate picked me up one day from work 21 years old university doing my degree you know happy as larry 
you know, not caring the world, driving really fast, lost control. He crashed sideways, my side, into a wall. Car bent round. Yeah, bruv. I fractured femur, but it was a transverse fracture. So what happened was is my bone split and twisted. So yeah. big came out yeah. through the leg. Uh, all of this is plastic surgery. So all of this is surgery and myofascial surgery. I had to have skin grafts. And basically, I was battered. I, 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 they had to cut me out of the car, you know, pull me out. And it took me probably two and a half, three years of rehabilitation to get better. Um, not just physically, but mentally as well, because I, I suffered from PSTD, from post-traumatic stress disorder, because of that accident. But it altered the whole course of my life. Do you mm. see? Yeah, and I think at 18 years old, do you know what? I wouldn't tell myself not to get in that car. Because it, it wouldn't have put you on the path that you're on today, right? It wouldn't have put me on the path I have today. Yeah. You know? It wouldn't be put on the path of today. So no when, you, when you had that PSTD? I like confused myself just then. Um, yeah. Did like, for example, did you find it very hard to sit in the front in the passenger side of a car? This is the thing, right? At 21, and it, this what, you know what kind of NHS and doctors and what kind of let me down. You know, at that time, PSTD for road traffic accidents, this is in 1999, wasn't really well known. It wasn't treated well. Now, obviously, I was going to my doctor saying, I don't feel well. I don't feel right. Something's not right. And they would just say, you're young. You'll get on with it. Don't worry about it. You know, it was only in when I went back to university, I completely failed my second year of university. It just went, I mean, I was a student, you know, doing really well, smashing it. Second year, when I went back from my house from accident, I just hit, I hit rock bottom, bruv, rock bottom. And it's only when I actually, I took myself to a psychologist. I said, they're not doing it, they're not helping me. And he said, you're, you're not in the right way. You're suffering post-traumatic stress disorder. And then I got treatment for it. And then, then I started meeting the right physios, neurologists, you know, practitioners. And then I, you know, I got to meet a Czech practitioner who actually assessed me and looked at me and said, listen, this is not right about your body. This is, the, this is what the injury's done to you, blah, blah. And then, man, it just completely changed. And then I, I threw myself on the first personal training course. It wasn't enough. And then I found all the best people I could to help my body repair it. And now I teach other people the same way. So I, I can connect with people who are in pain because I've been there. You know, I back pain, hip pain, oh, just loads of pain. And I, I got addicted to drugs, got addicted to, you know, recreational drugs because of it. And then eventually I start to make myself better. And now I teach other people to do the same. So I was going to say, and look at you now, man. Look at you, you, you now. Happy, smiling. You know I mean? A few aches here and there, but doing well. Stand-up stand citizen that can do backflips and stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, you know that. Yeah. So when, so wherever you did, you, you're winning, mate. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, right, last question, man, for you. My favourite. Um, what would be your last meal? So you're on death row. You're on death row. You're on the way to the electric chair or whatnot. What yeah, what about um, that? What about that, <laughs> Who knows, isn't it? Who knows? <laughs> but either way, it's happening. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, must have hurt the family, bruv. I'd kill man for that. Just like, <laughs> go on. What would, what would be the, the last meal that you would have to eat? Okay, I know what I'd have. Do you know, we have, a, we have something, it's a traditional meal called a seven leaf, se, uh, sorry, seven curries on a leaf. Okay. Yeah. 
so they usually in, in Mauritius or India or that type of areas when people get married or have religious celebrations they make seven different curries yeah different types of curries from different vegetables served with rice and roti yeah cook the traditional way on a fire bruv with sticks and a pot and pan yeah and real ingredients yeah or picked from the land that's how they do it back in the day made and put in front of me man and i'm getting everything now it's vegetarian so i'd like to have some lamb curry on the side of it as well yeah, yeah. so that's what i'd have yeah damn okay cool that was a that was an easy answer that was an easy answer yeah that was you need to you, you need to show me a restaurant that does it like that yeah there is bruv there's a place in turnpike lane a Russian place a lot of them are coming up now Russian cuisines are getting really popular now and they do a traditional seven curries on a leaf and you'll be you'll love it it's filling and it's just everything man is it um on like a on like a spice no, on like a spice level what are we saying no 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 they do it for different levels but it's not spicy at all these days they these days they put spice on the table and you can add it to yourself to okay. cater for the, for the clients <laughs> yeah i'm i'm a real like amateur when it comes to spicy you stuff handle your spice man you gotta handle it it's good for you <laughs> like like i, I what was, what was what's the lightest one in in nando's mango and lime yeah so i would That's order the... ma- i would order mango and lime from <laughs> from nando's <laughs> and then um i when it when it would come to like on my plate or whatever i would i would think that it was a bit spicy because it was yeah. cooked on the same grill that like all the medium peri peri or whatever was cooked on right that's how much of a lightweight it is recently got into buffalo sauce but i mean that's that's still not not spicy it's mainly butter isn't it so listen would your last meal be a burger burger Uh, chip i mean you like a burger in it just like what i do like a burger but i think if it was my last meal i'd probably have like a big bit of meat it would be yeah, a steak I'd be like a T-Rex leg or something. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> like seasoned well, cooked well. Yeah. yeah. Um, with like all of the classic sides and stuff that you would get. Oh, either or, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. To be honest, I think if I if I was gonna go to the electric chair, I'd probably be so anxious that I wouldn't uh I wouldn't be able to eat anyway. Yeah, that's true. I'd probably <laughs> just have to have it like liquid form. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh hey, Vish, honestly, thank you for your time today, oh, thank mate. Thank you, Ethan. It was so nice to catch up with you, man. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I'm sure I'll catch up with you soon uh, again. Good luck, man. Good, um, good luck with everything, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, is there anything else that you want to add before before we call it a day? No, man. Not at all. This was this was great. It was nice no. to catch up. And, nice and about fitness and the industry a little bit and yeah. what I do and a bit so, more about a bit more about you than you're probably oh, used to sharing you. as well, right? So yeah, yeah. that's right. It's really good. Brilliant. And hopefully I'll see you on the social media side of things once I start putting myself out there. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, normally, normally at the end, I'll tell people where they can find your yeah. tag, but... I, I'm uh, getting used to it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, Everyone's keep, telling me, get on social media, please. Keep, keep a lookout. <laughs> keep a lookout. <laughs> keep a lookout. I'll, I'll repost Vicious page when he has it up and yeah, running. Exactly. Thank um, you. Right, okay, wicked. Peace out, brother. Enjoy. All right, boom.